tell the people what you just said. We <laughs> what you told them? Uh-huh. What you told what you told me? Try to make sure my throat moist. That is horrible. You <laughs> <laughs> been guzzling down worse than you alright. He's trying to make sure my throat moist. You ignorant. Mm, moist and, you know, good. So I'm trying to crack it for the people. We are in rare form tonight. This is bag to bag. Oh yeah. So anyways, these are the questions that we got. Cause we put it on that um on our social media. Man, shout out to the people, man. Yeah. Y'all came through. Yeah. I appreciate it. Cause at first yeah. I was like, damn, babe, I don't think they like me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they want to ask me no questions. I don't think they like this. It's fine though to get responses though. That's it cool. is. I encourage y'all to do that. Like we really, really wanting to know what y'all think about stuff. Mm-hmm. That helps with the conversation. That's what we're really trying to insight. Conversation, understanding, all of that. Knowledge, learning, all that jazz. All that good stuff. Oh, and by the way, before we start the questions, the books we're about to get ready to read. Mm-hmm. You want to let it right now? Go ahead. All right, so we got uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. We're That's about to read. the next one, right? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm getting both of them, so, but we're going to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad first. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's by Robert, I think it's Kiyosaki. <laughs> Better than me, I would eat trash. And <laughs> the, other, <laughs> the other book is uh, What Unites Us by Dan Rather. Yeah. That book has been getting like rave reviews. I'll read that one next. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I was going to say that. I feel like we should read that one. Yeah, that might be the next one. Yeah. With the Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. So What Unites Us by Dan Rather, Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, because that What Unites Us is like doing the rounds right now yeah. that's what everybody's talking about for sure it's gonna I, I think it's gonna be a, it'll help kind of even it out I feel like his book is one of those just get you back to what America really is this is America <laughs> so anyways the questions let's see what we got are we just gonna go down the list or are you gonna <clears throat> jump around I don't know. It kind of it's kind it's kind of all over the place, but I mean, like it 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 can flow, you know. Yeah, you want to try just, it out? No, let's jump into it. All right. So first one I got on here is, um, do y'all think people take into account their parents' emotional health and how that affects their parenting and decision making? I think about this all the time. Yeah. Cause there's never a day that goes by that I don't think I'm effing my kid up some kind of way. <laughs> you a witness to that? I mean, like, like I say all the time, like there's no, there's no right way to do this. Nobody, everybody winging it. Yeah. Like even the so called. I think experts. the kids know we winging it. Yeah, that's what they said. Uh, when we was growing up, we thought our parents can do no wrong, but now kids these they knowing we <laughs> know we winging this shit. Don't know what we talking about. True that. But I don't, I don't think, like, I don't think back in the day, like, when we were growing up, we we took that. Because I don't feel like, in our community. Finish your statement. We what? What'd I say? Okay, never mind. You just jumped off of it like you were going to say something and then you didn't. Okay. I'm sorry. I feel like, in our community anyway, that we just now acknowledging the mental aspect of, of stuff. For sure. So, like, 
back when we was growing up, like the mental health of our parents was not never even a thought. It wasn't even a conversation. Yeah, and they didn't show we they really can't even show weakness. True. So I would say that we didn't growing up, but now it's more of a focal point and it's more like focus on mental health. So I feel like now it's a thing. But back when we was growing up it wasn't. Does I that agree. Make sense? Yes, it does. I okay. agree and disagree. I disagree because I feel like for me, I'm I think when we talk about our childhoods with each other, I think my childhood was a little more progressive than yours. As far as just the way that things were handled in the household. Yeah. And I don't know if it's because my my mom was home more. Mm-hmm. You know, your mom worked, what, two, three jobs? Two. Yeah, she worked two jobs. Full-time. So, yeah, two full-time jobs. Yeah, my mom was a superhero. For sure. Definitely. Modern-day Wonder Woman. Yeah, she was amazing. So, it, I think it's just, it's a difference. So, like, conversations about how we feel or things we were going through were had because my mom was there. And then she also deals with, she's dealt with her own battles with her mental health as far mm-hmm. as depression and stuff like that. So, it was more of an open forum for me and my brother. She always wanted us to come and talk to her about anything. Yeah. So, it was a little different from that aspect. I don't know. My family weird though. Like, <laughs> our love is not like spoken. It's more like showed. It's an action. Yeah. So you're not gonna like outside looking in when we and we hurt. We hear this shit all the time. Just by like is how like people think we're weird <laughs> just because we're not affectionate towards each other. Yeah. But you can feel the love in the room like when we get together. Right. You know what I'm saying? But you're not gonna see hugs and kisses. And yeah. You're not gonna be the I love yous and. It's, it's just, gotten to that point now. Yeah, it has. Yeah, I, I mean, now we're acknowledging it now. And it's like us being like the younger, like now we the parents and stuff. So it's like more, we we do it more now. Yeah. And, and maybe it's more acceptable for the parent because now you're older and you're able to express yourself a little bit better. Yeah. And they can understand it. And then now with us being parents, it is one of those situations where you, you can understand some of the decisions that your parents had to make when mm-hmm. you were a child. You can relate to it now and you can see it from a different perspective. Because mm-hmm. it, it was at one point I was like, you know, I'm not having no kids. You know, yeah. I ain't doing this or that. But then once you have kids and you realize how much of a responsibility it is and you realize why your parent had to make certain decisions, it was not based on... It's really selfless when you think about it. Because at the time, you're like, oh, well, mama just being selfish or whatever. Mm-hmm. But when you really get grown and you have your own kids, you see from a totally different lens. So I, I don't, like you said, as far as mental health, that is a recent conversation that black families are having. Yeah. So it is different. It, it wasn't like, I don't know. It's just, it's just in like, Especially in our in our community, it's like it's new. Yeah. Cause before then, it was like basically if you even talked about like your mental health, then you kind of get shunned or like yeah, what's the little touch? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. and that crazy, yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy or whatever. Mm-hmm. Quick throw that crazy word out. Yeah. Yeah. But that's because we've always been taught to keep keep going like keep going forward keep persevering we never have yeah. we're never allowed to stop 
and we're more so taught to be strong mm-hmm. than like emotional. Yeah. I mean, and I, I don't feel like that should change. Mm-hmm. Just because to be black in America, you have to be stronger than most. Yeah. Because we got to deal with stuff that most other cultures don't have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And that's not, and I hope, hopefully, one day that will change. It's, I hope we're getting there. I really feel yeah. like we are. But as of right now, we still got to teach our kids. You got to be stronger than most. Yeah. Like, you can't go through life weak and be black. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's a recipe for disaster. Yeah, and I think that kind of contributes to the emotional well-being of a person. So when you constantly have to suppress things, that that does not help you. Yeah, That builds up to be anxiety and all these other things. So it's really one of those situations where <clears throat> I think now that you're older, you can realize the effects of it and you can see why your parent may have had to make that decision. Mm-hmm. I hope that answers the question. Yeah. I think it just comes with maturity. And I feel like every kid is going to have something in their life that fucked them up. Facts. I hate to say the F word, but that's just really how I feel. Everybody screwed up in their own special Yes. So it's it just, just part of life. We can't, I don't want to say be dismissive of people, but don't dwell on it as well. It's just one of the things you have to just acknowledge it's there, heal from it, learn from it, move on. Yep. So, yeah, hope, hopefully that answers the question. We gave a shot to it. <laughs> What's next? Thank you for the question. I, I love that question. Mm-hmm. Um, how can we as a black community come together and uplift each other without being envious of, of one another? And then it goes on to say, other races stick together. Why are we so divided? And I would say that's just that Grabbing the barrel exactly. mentality, and it's, that's the mentality we are trying to break. <laughs> and I feel like I feel like we're seeing it now. Mm-hmm. It just we got to get to that mindset of knowing that like it don't have to be one at a time. Yes. Like you know what I'm saying? Yes. Just because that person succeeded don't mean they taking away from your success. Yes. You'd be amazed how much more y'all succeed if y'all work together. Work together, exactly. And, not, and maybe not if you want to work together with that person, just don't get in their way. That. Exactly that, baby. One hundred. Yes. I can't even say that no better than that. I'ma just hush. I know I killed that. <laughs> Ball. Right. Drop the mic. Seriously. Yeah. It's just not you cannot just constantly think somebody's against you. But you gotta also like you recognize recognize who you who who's against you. Because it's true. not gonna I mean, always be where everybody's on your side, but recognize who's against you, but Move in a way where it works to your advantage. Don't let that knock you off your course. That too. Keep your circle small too. That. Because the people around you. Yeah. Because everybody, everybody ain't on your side. That is true. So, there's that. Yeah, I said about that one. I just think we just got to stick together no matter what. And then, I mean, <clears throat> you have situations where... You're going to have people that work against the collective, recognize those people. Weed and, them out. Yeah, kind of, exactly. Yeah. Weed it out. I just feel like if we, if we get to a point where we just love to see each other succeed. Yes. Like, you remember how like, we were growing up, like, anytime somebody made it, mm-hmm. like, athletes, like, artists, 
Because, you know, back, like, for real, that's all they showed was, like, athletes and artists. Mm-hmm. And immediately when they get to, like, a certain status, what everybody say, there was an Illuminati. Yeah. So you dismissing the fact that that person worked, bust their ass to get where they was, worked hard. You know what I'm saying? That person made it out of the situation that you might be in at that time mm-hmm. to that level. Mm-hmm. So that's discouraging people. Exactly. So, I mean... We got to get out of that mindset of, like, why they made it, like, in, instead of looking at that person as an example, you're looking at them like, well, they had to do yeah. so-and-so to get there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. It's all about a mindset. If we, if, we, if we could just get on the mindset of just wanting all of us to succeed. And just genuinely being happy for another person. And then that, that starts with you, though. Because if you're not happy with yourself and what you got going on, mm-hmm. you are not going to be happy for nobody else. You're going to find fault in exactly. everything. So it really just starts with you as a person. So Because I've had people like, because, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rider for everybody. Yeah, like, when I see you really doing what you want to do and mm-hmm. what you love to do, I'm going to ride with you. And I'm going to support you. But I think people genuinely think that that is fake. They they constantly find a way to bring that down. I'm just like, bro, I'm genuinely happy for I'm this the, person. I'm like, the same way. I promise you. Like, yeah. if you, if you one of the few people that's in my circle and you succeed in any type of way, like, I'm riding for you. Even like, if you're not in my circle. Like, if I see you doing something and you're great at it and you're doing a good job and you following exactly what you want to do. Now you're going through with your plan. Yeah, and you staying consistent, I'm going to support that. Yeah. Yeah, it's all a mindset. We just got it on the mindset of wanting each other to see. Yeah, that's all I want. And if you don't, just stay out of the way. Yeah, because, I mean, it, it, you do, you're going to have certain people in mentality-wise yeah. that are not going to be able to. Just don't play them people on mind. Them yeah. negative Nancys, as they say. They're, they're out there, man. Yeah, I say don't feed, don't feed that energy. Yeah, because they got to find their own way. Yep. And be receptive to people actually changing. Like, even like me, you were talking about people that knew us 10 or 15 years ago. Yeah, still think we're the same still think people. we're the same person from then. Like, go, go that wild. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to accept that people grow up, people change, people go through things in their life. And it's just, you just have to meet people where they at, man. Facts. So, um... Yeah, and as far as the vision goes, like not not being divided, we just have to, um, like you said, it's a weeding out situation. Yeah, just work through. Because it. you're gonna have a group that's gonna go against everything mm-hmm. all the time. It's always gonna be that one set of people, but it's, the problem is we give them attention. So exactly. when you like give them say, attention, it depends that, on what, yeah. who you feeding, like what energy you feeding. Exactly. So yeah, thank you for that question. Awesome. Let's go. Yeah. Um, let's see. Somebody said, <laughs> somebody said, uh, what do you guys think will happen if Trump wins again? Uh, chaos. You do? I, I honestly believe it'll be chaos. <clears throat> I mean, maybe not initially, but the four years going to be like insane, bro. And then I don't just see thinking winning. on terms of the collective. Yeah. Like, just us as a people. Like, how that will affect us in another four years. 
I don't, I mean, I, I honestly believe, like, I don't see America making it through another four years. Yeah. Like, not, like, what, I can't even, What do like, you mean when you say that? Like, you feel like it'll, it'll be like a war, a civil war type situation? Definitely going to be like a civil war type situation. Mm-hmm. And I just see chaos, just because this is what he, the energy he, yeah. he bring, and he's so, like, he divides people, mm-hmm. and like, we talked. Yeah, and we just saw, talked about this on the last one. We talked about the debate. Just like I don't know why who the president is makes people want to get physically violent and want to hurt people, but that's it's the type that of energy, energy that mm-hmm. he puts out into the world, right? And people feel that, mm-hmm. and if that's his people that ride for him in that type of way, not saying all his supporters. Uh, want to hurt people right but it's it's a group of his supporters that do and are actively harming black exactly people and killing black people yeah so that group that he's feeding that energy to i just feel like they just gonna get more confident and bold if he if he wins again i agree and i don't want to see that yeah but i don't see him winning yeah. I really don't. Because I just, I can't get with the hate stuff like that. To me, that bothers my spirit more yeah. than anything. Like, I, I can't get with that. That yeah. I cannot, I just can't. I just, I, I just, I just feel like he does. It's a, it's a, it's a wrap. Yeah. But we, we shall see. Yeah. Make sure y'all vote. Vote, vote, vote. Um, and then it goes on to say, do you guys believe he still has a chance? No. I don't. I think it's over. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And like my like all the way up until <clears throat> COVID, I felt like he was gonna win again. Mm-hmm. And I felt like it was gonna be like a landslide victory. As bad as I don't want to agree with you, I'm gonna have to because I feel I feel like COVID really did just it it, it took him out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, with his supporters, just the way he handled it, and mm-hmm. now people know that he knew ahead of time. And, he and that's did on something record. You you on recording saying yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. And then, like a lot of people don't like. We had people in China, and he delayed them from like getting that information back. Mm-hmm. So even before the initial information that he got, he could have gotten before that. Yeah, but then it goes back to firing people that are essential to making sure that we stay healthy as Americans. Yeah. Like you cannot just go and this is not the Apprentice. <laughs> you cannot just go in there and just start firing people just because they were part of the Obama administration or whatever. You got to really get in there and get a feel of, okay, yeah. what do you do? I said he fired them and then everybody that came with him in jail now. So <laughs> he got, it's like that's, his third, his third string in there right now. Yeah, that's really, that's, that's. And then he don't listen to the experts. Like people that are experts in their field, he ignore. I think it's it's really a power trip at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, and it's insane to me. Yeah. I said, I mean, not Pence, but uh, what's the other dude? The, old, the other guy? Come on, Trump? No, the fucking other dude running. Oh, Joe. Biden. Yeah. Biden, he, he's not like, he, he don't inspire, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I also know that he going to have a team around him of the best people, and he's going to listen to those people. Yeah. And that's simple. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I have more faith in that than the dude just blatantly annoying people that spent their entire life in the field. Yeah. 
That's the issue. And you just brushing the info, like what they saying off. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. And still continue to do so. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, it's, it's, I agree with what you're saying that he he possibly doesn't have a chance. I have to be realistic in saying that we really like, we genuinely have to take into consideration the people that aren't vocal and open about who they're voting for. Yeah. Like those people, they still gotta, you know, they still gotta vote. Yeah. But, I, just, I don't see it. <clears throat> I really don't. I'm praying that I feel like his base change. is a is a is a very small percentage. I ain't small. It's it's a it's a what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's a certain type of person. Uh-huh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. And that and that group is getting smaller and smaller. Because, yeah. like, a, everybody's been affected by this and just, like, his poor handling of it. Mm-hmm. And so many people not working. Mm-hmm. And then this thing he just pulled about the, not doing the stimulus checks. It he, just, he, he reversed it. I mean, I know. That's because he felt that pressure. He did. Because his base... Yeah, I ain't gonna go into it. But. Yeah, we'll get off of that. Okay, next question. <laughs> um, so okay, we can go on some if this is off politics and all of that. So, um, someone asked about gender roles in marriage. For me, it's not really in any gender roles. Like as far as our relationship goes, I don't think we have any gender roles as far as. I'm confused about the question. Explain the question. I'm guessing like, you know how back in the day, like a woman. Oh, like the man do this and the woman do this. Yeah. Nah, we're a team. Oh no. And they asked about us or just in general. I guess they're just saying our perspective in general on that. I feel like whatever works for people works for them, but you have to be a teammate. Mm-hmm. And and that does not always mean it's going to be 50-50. Sometimes no. it's going to be 80-20. Sometimes, you know, 75-25, you never know. Yeah. You just got to be able to work together because you may have to carry the other person at some point. In a certain role. Yeah. I feel like if, you, if whatever established when y'all come in, like mm-hmm. if y'all relationship is a woman cook, clean, do the dishes, wash kids, and that's what y'all do, Cool. And that's, if that's what worked for y'all. And yeah. That's what it is. Now, if you come in and expecting the woman to cook, clean, watch the kids, mm-hmm. and all that stuff, you just that's what that's what mama did. That's what you supposed. Yeah. <laughs> then that's probably gonna be an issue because at some point that woman gonna probably resent you because she busted her ass and like, not, yeah. Yeah. So I feel like you just got you got to be a teammate. Yeah. And you just gotta read the room, as they say. I agree. One hundred percent. I have nothing to add to that. I killed that too. Drop the mic. Definitely. Um any myths of marriage. Like what? They didn't give any <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'm guessing it's just like um I, for me, marriage is different for every person that has has taken a vow. I think it's different for each person. Oh, yeah. Each each relationship is different. That's true. So I don't really... For me, it's not a set way of doing things. Yeah. I feel like the, mate, the, what's the, the myth of 
not liking that person. Oh yeah, that. Yeah. Um, I, if that's your relationship, then it's not gonna work. And I feel like divorce was put in place for people like that. Yeah. And like if you're miserable every day you're with that person, or majority of days yeah. you're miserable, you that's not healthy. Get out of there. I agree. And it's not, and I understand people that you know that stick together for the kids or. You're really doing more harm for against your kid by see, staying together. Yeah, I feel like they see that and they <laughs> yeah, feel it. Yeah, they feel it. And that's really just showing them like it's not giving a good example of what a relationship could be. And yeah. that's gonna lead to a cycle of Yep. And just keep going know. on and on. I might be on my high horse and my soapbox on that one, but if you if you're not happy in your relationship, then I say find happiness. Either y'all get together and figure out how to be happy together or mm-hmm. bail the fuck out. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. But yeah. I will say this, though. Like, with, with our relationship, you've given me space to figure shit out. Like, yeah. it's never been a situation where I want to separate or leave or mm-hmm. be away. You've given me the space to do whatever it was I needed to do, like, as far as just dealing with my own mental health and getting myself back together, especially everything that we've mm-hmm. been through together with our kids and with each other. You gave me the space to really just work on that. I mean, I feel like it'll be certain times where I just, like, I'll be trying to, like, fix the problem. Then I realize, like, like okay. shit, I could, like, there's nothing I can do about this. Like, you got to do this. Yeah. And that, that's the point. I just, like... So so much I can do. Yeah. <laughs> and I step away and like step back. Do you feel like it worked? Mm-hmm. You know, do you feel like it worked out in your favor by being able to do that? Yeah. I mean, and I just feel like I've been, I, when I do step back, I'm vocal about it. Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing I can do about this. Like, yeah. this on you. Yeah. <laughs> like, I ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? I ain't right. so, so much I can do. Exactly. Like, I'm doing my part. Yeah. And, uh, like I said, it worked out every time. Yeah. Communication is key, though. Very true. And I think that's a lot of times what people are afraid of because they don't want to hurt the other person's feelings. Or, but for me, if you're married to somebody or you're in a committed relationship with someone, that should be the one thing you should be able to do with that person that you can't do with anybody else. Just talk openly. Yes, and it'd be a safe space for you to speak about mm-hmm. whatever it is. I mean, I understand a lot of people, just they don't have that. Yep. But um, <clears throat> I just... You just got to make yourself happy first. I agree. Because <laughs> two broken people together, you already know what that's the recipe for. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you're not actively working on trying I just to fix say, you know, If y'all working towards, like, filling in them gaps, then maybe it'll work out. But mm-hmm. if you if you expecting somebody to come in and fix you mm-hmm. or, like, complete you, right? then you probably... You know, you probably put too much pressure on that person. Yeah. And yourself, really. Yeah. That's a lot. You're looking for a Captain Sable. And then, you know, no, that person don't exist. Nobody. Not long term, no way. Yeah. I always say two complete people, two whole people coming together is like way better. That's very rare, though. Yeah. As long as you understand that everybody's a work in progress. And it is true. It's literally a lifetime journey. Yes. It is that. <laughs> for sure. And you gotta be able to be able to see a person at their complete worst and still be able to love them through that. Big and see them at their best and love them through that. 
Mm-hmm. And all that other stuff in the middle. So, yeah, I'll move on to that. <laughs> From that, rather. Cool. Um, so this question is interesting. Um, kids can stay until they find their way or must leave at 18. That's tricky. This is a different time because back in me and you, when we were coming up, 18, you had to go. My mom had a deadline to go. <laughs> I graduated, she said, two weeks. Just shit out. <laughs> yeah. She said, two weeks. We even have, what was, it was something. It was a speech. Oh, yeah. She good at them. <laughs> yeah. so I think it was like, have a, I had been in school, or uh, have a, yeah, go to college. Have a job, or something. I don't know. I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. She would have allowed you to stay at home as you went to college? I probably. I mean, yeah. I don't think she would have kicked me out. It was just, yeah. yeah. She just wanted me to go out there and live life. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, be a man. I will say that, like, I plan on having my kids more aware of the physical side. Oh, yeah, I agree. Of Because, like, like, I say all the time, like, I didn't learn about credit until with, like, 21. Yeah. Shit, what shit? What about 21? What about maybe five years ago? Yeah, yeah probably about five, six, seven years ago. Yeah. When I really started like working on my credit and learning about credit. No, and... I take that back. You was like twenty three. Yeah, twenty three. I get that. I don't think I was I think I was You were because you had Carter. No. Nah. It was after that? It was after that. I was still cashing everything. That Yeah, he was the cash guy. Do you hear me? I used to get on to him all the time. I'm like, bro, that's so stupid. I was talking to my sister the other day, probably a few months ago. <laughs> How dumb that was, bro. Yeah. Like, I walk around with just wise cash on me. <laughs> like a whole knot. Nah, what am I going to do? Yeah, but yeah. whole knot in my pocket. <laughs> Crazy. Young shit. Get that pack of gum. We gotta pull out a water can, flip through some hundreds. <laughs> That's terrible. Just dumb shit. Yeah. So you just saying like you would have them more physically responsible that way if they did decide to leave at eighteen they'll yeah. be better off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it's a different time now though, just because these kids and like social skills is totally different from when we came up. So like just being able to kinda of try to like navigate through things like it's a little bit different for them. Yeah. I think it'll be a kid by kid basis. Yeah. What are the best? You gotta gauge it by yeah. your kid and if you feel like they're ready. I agree. If they feel like they're ready. Mm-hmm. And if they feel like they're ready and you might not think they are, but you gotta let them go out there. You gotta let them go out there. Nothing teach you like failure. Bird leaves the nest. Just gotta be there. And then even with that, even if they have to come back, welcome them, welcome them back with open arms. But we yeah. got to reassess this thing and figure out what you got to do next. But once you out there, don't come back trying to stay. Yeah, we can't. You got to get back out there. Yeah, you out there now. You that same? I got to ask Pat what that speech was. Give him the same thing. Was that two weeks? Oh, goodness. That's funny. But yeah, it, it is different now. Very different. And... Cause now, if you if you send your kid out too early, especially like with the climate, <laughs> and I'm hoping by the time he's 18, everything will be a lot better than what it is right now. 
you know, because it's Carter first, and then we don't have to wait another six years, and mm-hmm. then it's Chance. So, I'm hoping and praying that times will be a lot better. It'll be a lot easier for him to actually get out there and, and make something happen. Yeah, well, come back to that question later. Yeah, we'll revisit that. Yeah. Uh, child by child basis. <laughs> You gotta know your kids. Yes, you do. All right, what's next? Um, <clears throat> see, how did you guys meet? <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to answer that? Yeah, you got it. You want the long version or the short version? <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you a little bit. Get a. So, I guess the medium version. Okay. <laughs> so. Basically, I had just, let's see, I had just broken up with my boyfriend in high school. This is 2007. Mm-hmm. I had just broken up with my boyfriend of like, what, three and a half, almost four years. I almost dated him all the way through high school. Mm-hmm. So, we had just broken up, and my cousin and I, we went to spring break that year. This was back when spring break was popping, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> And so we went like 80 of homeboys to share $60 room for three days. (laughs) That was a life, man. Oh, God. I can only imagine what that room smelled like. Like pure happiness. That that room smelled like. Nasty. (laughs) (laughs) So. We clean. We went went like frat boy living. I was just clean. Okay. You get clown around us if you stay. Yeah, that's funny. That's what's up. But yeah, so we met at spring break. And so me and my cousin were down there. I'm minding my little business. She decides to stop by and holler at some of her friends, some of her classmates. She graduated the year before me. So I happened to run into this guy. You were at the pool, actually. Mm-hmm. And what color dress I have on? Red. <laughs> so I walked up, I spoke to everybody. And he just like looking at me. That's the first thing I noticed. So I was like, oh boy. What was on the hunt? Yeah. Like a target (laughs) acquired. (laughs) So anyway, we went about the day. And so anyway, we ended up meeting back up again. I think it was at y'all hotel or something. Mm -hmm. Before we went out. Yeah, we about to go out for the night. So we met up again. And he come up to me again with a beer in his hand. I don't even remember what all you said to me, but I was just like, oh my God, will he leave me alone? He's so annoying. Like, why? I remember saying that to myself. Definitely. And so we got, we were in the room with y'all just talking and um, you were saying something in my ear, child. You was just trying to be extra. And I'm just looking at Kim like, get him. Like, looking at my kids like, please get him out my face. Mm-hmm. So anyways, we proceed. <laughs> To go to the tiki bar in Panama City. That place was so lit. It was. Oh my gosh. I miss it. <laughs> but anyway, went to the uh, tiki bar. I was 17, by the way. But them boobies got me in that club. Yeah. Do you hear me? You look grown. My lord. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I get in and we hanging out. So the night goes on and by the end of the night, I'm dancing with Kojak all night. Just getting it up. <laughs> and then, um, what was... It's all a part of the system. Man. The what? So it's all a part of the system. See? 
You a mess. Mm. That was part of your plan? I was hunting way early on. Terrible. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, so that's how we met. We met at spring break. <laughs> spring break. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so I've been with him ever since. Like, actually, I came back to Alabama because we spent a whole weekend down there. Yeah. And came back to Alabama, and I was set up for my breast reduction surgery. Mm-hmm. So I had my surgery as soon as I came back. So it was like my last hoorah with my yeah. boobs, right? <laughs> so I get, I get back, go to surgery, and after I got out of surgery, he came to see me. You, it was you and one of your other friends. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so I think that was the first time I was like, okay, I might like him a little bit. Yeah. You came to see. She love already. Anyway, <laughs> so I, I got discharged, went back home, and you came to see me one more time after that. Not see you till you got home. That's what I said. I got discharged and got home. Yeah. Yeah, but you came out of the hospital. Uh-uh. I can't. It was... Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I remember that. I, I don't know. Did. I might be exaggerating. I don't know. I might have made that one up. I don't know. I remember oh. you coming. It was you in Detroit. I definitely remember coming by the house. I don't remember the hospital. Mm, I come by yeah. the hospital. Hmm? I, I thought you did. Know. I could be wrong. I don't know. No, I know I, I came by the house. It's been a long time, bro. It has been. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. And then I think, well, maybe like two weeks later, you asked him to be your girlfriend. That's not about right. Yeah. And I've been with you ever since. With some ons and offs. Yeah, we had a couple little ons and offs in there. But granted, hey, I was 17, he was 19. We were still babies. So, but yeah, been with you ever since. Facts. So that's how we met. (laughs) I think that's it, babe. Is that all the questions? Read all? Hold on, let me see. Oh, this one, this one's talking about sex. There you go. The people. <laughs> How many times a week should spouses have sex? And I say once again, you gotta do what work for your household. That's true. I, I would say, <laughs> don't put that pressure on yourself of having a number. Yeah. You know, and then you Life feel like you, yeah. And then you feel like you're obligated to do it so many times. Yeah. And then that shit don't even sound fun. It ain't. It really does take the fun out of it. Yeah. Don't schedule it, but you know, at the same time, you know, life hits y'all harder than it hit us, cause we, we life don't affect us in that way. What you mean? Like life can take y'all out the mood. Like <laughs> it oh, don't matter. Real quick. Yeah, it don't matter what's going on around us. We still we be ready. Babe. We can still go. Oh, my God. Don't worry about life afterwards. Jesus. Take the wheel. <laughs> I would say, uh, don't let your man leave the house too often. What? Without uh, oh, getting that out of That relief. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, because, you know, even a good dude. Temptation is everywhere. Don't push him too hard, man. Yeah. It's every now and again, get it out of him. <laughs> but for me, like, it's, it's for, well, this is my perspective. I think it has to be breaks in between because it's just like that build up just makes it better. Like, for me, if you having sex every single day, that will get old really quick. Yeah. 
That's just my opinion, though. I feel like you, you got some space in between each time. It's just the build-up and the anticipation and all of that. It just make it better. Long as, like... I don't know. I just say, as long as it ain't, like, one-sided. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, if one person wants it and the other person don't, then it'll get to a point where you feel like, I don't know. Like, rejected? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, un- undesired or whatever. Oh, okay. And you don't want to get to that point. Yeah. I but at the same time, you don't want to feel like you're, you're, like, forced to do it neither. Yeah. It's just, like, little things you got to do. It's just keep it cute. Keep it spontaneous. Keep it, you know, yeah. open. And I understand having kids does. It changes a lot. Yeah. Believe me, I know. But it gets better. As yeah. they get older, it gets better. Yeah. That'll be my takeaway. I said don't put no pressure on yourself. But, you know what I'm saying? Get it in. <laughs> you definitely got to be able to connect on that level because that's that's necessary to just stay yeah. connected in, in general. And <clears throat> try your best to make it, you know, how can I say that? Like, make sure your intimacy level is really high because it's just, it's really more than sex yeah. when it comes to marriage. For me, like, for me anyway. I don't know about everybody else, but it's more than sex. Cause you yeah, really, you really have. connecting with that person. I mean, it would have to be, especially with your spouse. Like, yeah. it should be a deeper connection. Definitely. But, you so. know what I'm saying? But then you just had those moments where y'all just maybe sneak off to a closet or something and just, just get it in. It just happens that yeah, way man. sometimes. Well, I was just saying, you gotta, you gotta get ready when you go. What? Is that? <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, stay ready for y'all yeah, to get ready. Yeah, stay ready so you God bless you. Mind <laughs> you. <laughs> Coach had a long day today. So he might be a little tripped up on his words right now. I don't know what I mean. Yeah. That you. You got anything else? Um, oh, last one. How to manage finances in the home with your spouse? Uh, oh, I would say... Just have sit. What I'm trying to say. I said just have it sit. Like uh, our situation is, we have three accounts. Mm-hmm. Too much information. You might be giving too much, but okay. I'm just saying. I feel like this helps us. And um, so you have yours. I have mine. Then we have a. Uh, joint yeah and our joint account is basically like our bills and all that other stuff and right. then we have our own like yeah we have our own money too yeah and i feel like that we have we have, have no like we ain't never had no issue over money like we no never had issues like no. never had disagreements over money like we don't have issues like where somebody's overspending or yeah. something crazy like that but it, it has to be Boundary set, especially if you got somebody in a relationship that's like an overspender or somebody likes to yeah. spend money on things. Like y'all have to come to an agreement and yeah, be like, okay, you got to put X amount of dollars here. That's why I said I feel like that system we got will work. Yeah. For if that's the issue that that, that they have it. If they have it. And then like you can do whatever whatever you want to do with your money. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you blow through that and you ain't got no more, that's on you. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Agreed. But I don't feel like neither one of us is like 
egregious with our spending. Yeah. Well, every now and again, we'll get a toy. Uh, we'll. You got way more toys for me, but we're not going to go there. My shit rather. I just keep mine longer. Listen. <laughs> first of all, when my stuff, for what you buy with one, like how much you spend on one gadget, do you know how much I can get with that amount of money? That's true. <laughs> just saying, like. I keep we, mine forever, though. Yeah. Until Chance touch it. Listen. What's that one happen first? Listen. <laughs> chance is a destroyer. But then he always try to fix it. Yeah. I'll say that. He'll test some shit up, but he always try to fix it. But yeah, you just have to have, just, it's a conversation. Communicate. That's true. Yeah, it come back to communication. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that works for us. Not necessarily saying it's going to work for whoever right. asked that question. But, right. uh, I just say, you know what I'm saying, communicate. And if that person has a problem with money, then maybe... The other person should take over the finances. True. And you know what I'm saying? Just plead your case of. I need this per week to be able to do what I need to yeah. do during the week. I either like, we got this set up, you know, we got so and so and so and so. Like, when you got to the point where, like, you print everything out, you write, you write all the stuff down. Mm-hmm. Like, that helps out a lot. Right. Just because you see. Where your money's going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's also like about compromise. So like you cannot be selfish and think that just because I I, I want the new I want the new 2K that just came out, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, we may have that money available, but you got to communicate that with your spouse if it's coming out of that joint account. Now if it's coming out your money, that's your business. Yeah. If that's what y'all have set in place, but then a lot of times you just have to have it's just open communication and for real, for real. And understanding, like, who's responsible with money and who isn't. Especially if you have a relationship, like I just said, with somebody that may be more of a spender. Yeah. So you have to find a common ground. So. Yeah. I know it's tough, but you know what I'm saying? Don't let money be the reason why you fight, because that shit's stupid. Right. Definitely. Because, I mean, you know, you need money to survive, but at the same time, don't let it dictate Right. And what y'all doing with y'all relationship. Just use it as a tool. Exactly. And understand there might be moments where you might not be able to get exactly what you want. Mm-hmm. I have to, you know, it's just it's compromise. Compromise and communication. All that good stuff. All of that. So, yeah, I hope we was able to help y'all with answering That's all of them? We knocked them all out? I think so, baby. Okay. Let's see. Yeah. We got them all. Goodish. Yeah. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Me too. We not trying to act like we all that, y'all, because we, we F up too. We yes, have moments. <laughs> we mess up some, sometimes. Like, hey, I promise you, we winging it. I'm just giving you my. <laughs> <laughs> what I think. We ain't lost nothing. We ain't going under, thank God. That's true, huh? But, uh. And all those questions, I'm just giving you my. My general. <laughs> Yeah, what I think and yeah. what works for me. Yeah. Not necessarily saying it's gonna work for you. Just an option. Hey man, you know, it worked for me. Yeah. I'll work it for me at the moment. I'm gonna have to Might change toss it out later. Listen, when this tax bracket change, we won't have to change a couple things, but that's true. Listen here, it's okay. coming. You ready? Forever and always. Yes, sir. But y'all think that's gonna be it for us today on this one? That's fun. 
I really hope y'all enjoying this because I'm enjoying doing this shit. Like, I love doing this. This is very fun. Obviously. Oh, yeah. I can't wait till we get the studio ready and have some people pull up. Huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we have a couple people we got on the list. Oh, yeah. He elevating this thing. It's going to be lit. This is fun. I do enjoy it. Oh, yeah. But if y'all want to join in on the books, you know, hop on it with us if you want to. Yeah. So, like What's I next? What are we doing next? The, what, what unites us? Yeah, What Unites Us by Dan Rather. Go get that. We're going to check that out. Yeah. I was say, I ain't going to tell you go get it yet because I haven't read it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? That's what we're reading next if y'all want to yeah. read with us. I actually made it halfway through um, this book by Jane Allen called Black Girls Must Die Exhausted. But I'm going to just halt that and I'm going to start that one back over because we got to we gotta get back on it because we had kind of. Because the last book we read was Unlearned mm-hmm. and kind of got caught up in all that other stuff and then pick up. So. We're going to go ahead and get back on that. Thanks. But we appreciate y'all tuning in. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Tell their auntie to tell their stepmama. <laughs> All that good stuff. To tell her daddy and his side cheek. Oof. <laughs> I'm just playing. Yeah. But for real, if tell you, a friend, tell a friend. Exactly. If you like it, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Tell somebody to check it out. That's right. They probably like it too. Yeah. We're going to close that thing on that. I feel like we killed this one. one. (laughs) All right, y'all. Good day.